Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up on a two-hour show and keep the brain running with the premise to talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats. The 4 for 26, so the war ain't can wait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. What up, though? Mike check. Can y'all brothers hear me? Mike check. Nah? Yo, what's Willie? What's Willie? You good, really, you good, really? you good right. now? I'm, I'm just, I'm just making, sure, making sure. All right, yo, y'all know what it is, man. What's good, War Room family? Y'all are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports. On the War Room Sports Podcast Network, I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. Got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B. Austin in the building. I know for the for the people out there that listen live, um, you know we're we're, we're coming at you at a, a special time. So if you're not with us, man, make sure y'all uh, catch the replay. I mean, only re- only way you're gonna hear the replay. The only re- only way you're gonna hear me say catch the replay is if you're listening to the replay. So hopefully y'all out there doing that. If y'all don't catch us live today. But anyway, man, the NFL is back, so y'all know what we do every year on opening Thursday. We give our season predictions, and we see how they all play out throughout the season. So sit back, relax, get comfy, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in the history of sports. I don't need to tell you that I'm referring to the prediction. Year, but I will. Yes, prediction. So look, man, y'all can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323-410-0012. Yo, bros, I know y'all know, but there's a lot of people out there who probably have no clue, but today marks our exact 11-year anniversary of the podcast, September 9th, 2010, is when we started this journey, 590 episodes in, and countless other episodes of all our other shows and webcasts and our other podcasts, guest appearances on so many shows. You know, we're seasoned in the game now. How y'all feeling? It's our anniversary. <laughs> I can't say hey, like I know middle. <laughs> Yo, man, um, salute to you, brothers. Uh, happy to be doing what we're doing. And, and ain't a lot of fanfare, but, you know, 11 years is something special. Only thing I've done longer than that is um, wank my willy, love my wife, hey, you. And, and this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh. Yeah, Willie Winking for more than 11 years. It is what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, Didn't man. See you that one do coming. what you got to do. You know, shout out to all the young brothers down in um, Tuskegee. Um, if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> Jim, what up with you? 
Hey, look, man, yo, I'm chilling, man. Just sitting here trying to make sure I got my, make sure I got no players going tonight in fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you forget about them Thursday games. So yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to recon- recondition my mind and remember that. Glad you said that. Like, damn, season do start see? tonight, see? which means fantasy do start tonight. See, um, see what I mean? Only, oh, yo, I only got two more seasons of this, man. Because you know I'm only doing it until the trophy in my league is filled with plates. So it's two more. There's room for two more nameplates, so this year and next year, and I'm done with the fantasy. Um, I'm gonna probably write a nice blog fantasy. I, I don't know. With. Like, I, it's funny because I've been saying that, but I've been like doing fantasy since '96, when our our league started. And Dang, like, y'all, y'all was doing it before computers were invented. <laughs> y'all, we, I still got the paper. But no, y'all, y'all were doing it before it was like to be real. Y'all were doing yeah. it before fantasy was on computers. Um, this is true. This is true. Like, so we had you know, actual. That's close to, that's close we to still computers got, were invented, though. Yeah, we still got the documents. We used to use this sheet, and like you know, it was and fill the sheet out. And when you had to keep score, you had to actually go to the newspaper the next day to uh, to get your scores. That's how that's long it's been. Yo, I'm drunk. old as hell. I just felt old as hell saying that, yo. That's drunk. Yo, they were doing print oh. fantasy. Print so my point make, in saying that is, yo, they had to my, keep my their point in saying that is, how many fights did that cause? <laughs> so, and the thing is, whoever whoever was the league commissioner at the time was responsible for scoring. So, you know what I'm Man, saying. And in the crazy damn, part, did he, take, did he take any money out of the pot? Because he deserved to get paid for that. Like, come on. No, yeah, no, the yeah that, ro- that paper. Commissions is, that paper is. Well, commissions just rotate every couple of years. But here's the crazy part: the way it would uh, work is, so if the game started say at one o'clock, yo, you had until like twelve thirty. You had to actually call the commissioner by twelve thirty every Sunday to put your lineup in for the week. Yo, yo, and it cycled around to my turn to be the commissioner out of fake COVID, even back in the yo, <laughs> yo, what no COVID, yo, yo, here's the crazy, yo, here's the crazy part. Yo, so at this point, back in I feel like I say at this COVID. point. At this point in our league, it's more like a get together. Like you know, what I'm saying it, it didn't even like you know. Yeah. We still put money up. We still play. You still talk our trash and all that. But it's like you know, we just it's it's a way Yo. of us like you know getting together. I remember black y'all used to because y'all still y'all used to go to like the bar or the restaurant or somewhere to get yeah yeah we going. used to these days yeah, yeah we do we well these days yeah. we uh we online because uh you know COVID the last yeah. two years but you know because of, of what I would have had like if it was my turn to be commissioner I know. Pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> Y'all have been like, "What's COVID?" I'm like, "You'll know, you'll find out." But um, <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> I'm back <laughs> in the future. All right, but 11 years in, man. Um, we've been telling y'all lately, though. We don't know how much longer we could do this. I mean, look, the War Room Sports Podcast ne- Network is always going to be around, so you're going to hear us talking our issue about something. But you know, considering that, you know. We pretty much hate sports at this point because of y'all. Uh, we don't know how much longer the, the, the war room <laughs> y'all go. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to ask my brothers maybe, you know, try to get the sand hunted, but that's that's still a lot of time. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all be lucky if we get the six on it. <laughs> that's ten yo, yo, we're gonna do a, <laughs> we're gonna do a spin, we're gonna do a spinoff and talk about Netflix and reality shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we ain't even got to spin it off. We, yo, they just come one day and we talk about what the hell That'd we're talking about. We told them <laughs> for 11 years, when you own the company, you can do what the hell you want to do. So if yeah. our regulars come and be like, yo, what the hell is Big Brother and why y'all talking about that? And what the hell is and why, be, and why be Austin on here and don't know nothing? 
Yeah, we also gonna turn to a full. We gonna turn to a full football show. I was about to say, we also we can just you know we can just go foot football and futsal with it, and be awesome to be in his element. What's it called? It's called futsal. Yo, how do you even spell futsal? Is F U T S O L? S A O H. It's F O H. Yo, yo, yo! I'm actually with you based on based on what futsal did to me. Fuck out of here. Y'all with yo, it. yo, yo, real quick though. This is a real question. I'm not like not, not even trying to be funny. Like, so with football, you said that's like indoor uh, soccer, right? Yeah, yo, indoor, oh, smaller, nah, it, smaller. It, it's still, it's eighty, it's eighty percent soccer, twenty percent ba- basketball. All right, now <laughs> Jimmy I'm gonna clown that, that but Dev. No, but no, Dev, I'm really Dev confused. Like, can, can but you it, but it, I mean, but I think no. it has a lot to do with the smaller pitch. Make it because if yeah. you think about if you think about soccer in itself, it would it has a lot of similarities to basketball anyway, except for the fact they play on in this yeah. big ass field. So you bring that big, down. Yeah. To my question gym is, or ballroom. Can you use so your hands? You no. crossing dudes over. And, All right. You know what I mean. So so what's the similarities with basketball then? Yo, giving like give and go crossovers. Uh, the dri- the dribbling go. you got crossovers. Um, <laughs> The the defense, uh, you're in zone or man, and there's less people on like the pitch because you don't have room for a lot cat. Yeah, All right, five and I don't five. mean to turn this turn this into like a whole thing, but I'm actually curious about it. So, how many people are generally on a soccer field versus a, a foosball? Uh, eleven. Soccer is football. Eleven on a soccer football is is basketball. So it's eleven on eleven oh, versus five, five, five. on five. Uh-huh. Yeah, versus five oh, on five. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, football. So you, go like from, you go from football. To basketball, Yo, pretty so, much. So, so as someone who's a hoops head, you we seen, would probably you've seen I, actually Diamond Geno's Diamond Geno's um uh yeah, but I just assumed I just assumed it was soccer. Jim's like, like he just playing soccer know. inside because it's raining. Jim's like yeah, it's raining outside. Yeah, I think all of us are soccer. Yo, I thought they just did that when it snowed outside. Ninjas just went inside and looked like. All right, so now my question is. Is it like um? Do they have like a professional league for foosball? That like, it, or or is it like overlapping? Yeah, do all soccer players play foosball and vice versa? Yo, yo, yo! No, that's the funny yo, thing is watch, no. when listen, you do it on a tabletop, it's called foosball. So it's, it's football, futsal, and yo, foosball. Watch me, yeah, watch me get Jimmy all the way out of here, right? Yo, <laughs> guess what the highest paid soccer player makes in the world? No, sir, I'm not. Yo, it's not even slander. I'm really curious though. Like, no, I, no, I no, no, no. I got, I got you. I got you. But I know. Man, listen, I know, I know the dudes is wealthy, man. I know, I know them Real <laughs> no, Madrid and all them no, dudes no, get money. No, it's different. It's, di- it's different. So the highest paid soccer player makes 150 million a year. Guess what the highest paid futsal player makes? What's that? About a mil, about a million a year. <laughs> He's just a regular. Oh, okay. So, so, arena League. It's Arena League. It's Arena League. It's Arena League. Pretty much. So it's like look down. in the culture, though, because that's one of the things yeah. I recognize about, like, all these sports. All these sports have cultures. Mm-hmm. I was watching the Untold this yeah. week, and I was like, yo, tennis culture is a thing. I didn't, I, I didn't know about it, but um, I, so I in the culture. I think, I think futsal can, like, turn you, like, you can get back on the regular pitch and be like, you know, you can get your yeah. Tim Hardaway on because yeah, yeah, yeah. Smaller That's, spaces, you gotta it's, it's your to, dribble gotta be crazy. It's to make you, it's to make you, it's to make you think faster and play faster. And for my, for for my kid, 
I didn't want him to just be a fast ass African. So he his one of his number yeah. one attributes he can't he use a fast ass football. He can't <laughs> use on a football court. He got to think and he got to dribble. It makes so all your top Brazilians and South Americans they all come from futsal. But once they get at about 13, Happy 14, feet. 15, and they realize the money ain't there, they'd be like, FOH, I'm going to go play outside because I need this bread. Y'all, y'all, cats that play futsal can't make it outside. Like, if you're an adult playing professional futsal because <laughs> you can't really <laughs> get busy <laughs> where the real money at. But guys like Neymar. If, if, you're, if you're a 12-year you know, veteran playing NBA Summer League, shout out to Mike Beasley, no slander, then, you know, it's something <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, I, actually, that, that's interesting. All, all of that's interesting though, because I had like no idea like, that was like a real thing. Like, I, you know, I just thought it was indoor soccer. Like, it was bringing inside. Yo, like, it was raining. I, ain't, I ain't gonna brag. Cause, listen, y'all, like, yo, y'all can hear, y'all can hear plenty. it's kind of, it's kind of funny though, because that's actually what Jimin's coach uses it for. Like, when it rains hard outside, he just takes <laughs> he them inside and let them play futsal and coach them up. <laughs> hey, listen, man. One of my major realizations through 2021 is something actually that B. Austin told me is that, yo, I've been I've been Americanized and, and I've been I've been oh, brand yeah, yeah, definitely, because, definitely been Americanized. I, yo, again, I, I, again, I realized that again watching Untold today, watching tennis. I'm like, yo, I just have no idea like how how brandwashed I've been by the country. Jimmy, Yo, Jimmy out there claiming world championships when his teams win. But, uh, I'm back <laughs> to the money. Why Leo Messi make $3 million a week and Rick Cardinho make 30000 a week? <laughs> why he don't have age yet? <laughs> why he probably do. He just called magic. <laughs> Yo, he right. probably paid to get rid of it. <laughs> Take care of that. <laughs> Yo, Give me a touch with magic. Why <laughs> will make three million a week though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I, if I, made, if I made three a week. Yeah, yeah. much, much. I, I mean, yo, I but there even, wouldn't like, be, I wouldn't even be good there wouldn't sport. be an STD that I didn't have. If I made yo, I wouldn't even be good at my sport once you give me that bread. Like I had them Jones from the seventies, man. I had a clap. They would just be calling it VD, like they did on Good Times. You got VD. Alright, but um uh oh, man. uh ho ho oh one second before we before we get into this man, y'all know what it is before we get started, man. We just wanna remind y'all that whether you're live with us or not. Anytime on demand you can check out archive episodes of the show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sportscast Network. You can do that either on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. Never an excuse to miss an episode of The War Room and all the other great programming on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. And, man, since we're on 11, man, shout out to everybody on the network, man, the Tissue and the Tape Brothers, uh, the, the man, uh, Broad Street Line, because they, they were there. They started like a couple of months after us. They done broke this show up into like three, four different shows. So they got they like two, three hundred episodes in on like four different shows. So shout out to Roy and Chris uh, on the couch with the Wilsons after further review with the mayor. The mayor's been doing it for a long time. Um, 
and thanks for everybody, you know, for, for, for lending your content to our network so we can get this brother and sisterhood on on the WRSPN. All right, so before we get started, man, y'all know what it is. These Hot Topics are brought to you by my bookie. And Hot Topics tonight, tonight are, are simply our predictions of the upcoming NFL season. And I'm going to go ahead before I read this, this, this read let y'all know I don't know a damn thing about football anymore man when we started this like this was a culture for me (laughs) the research was crazy and the nerdism and the love man I have no clue what's going on in football but I'm gonna still give y'all my predictions because we got a platform and we're gonna say it whether it sounds silly or not so uh hot topics are brought to you he said he said he's setting y'all up He's setting y'all up for the format change. I just want our listeners no, no, to know. No, but you know what, Vito? I still think I still think us without research is still greater analysis than of 75% of humans on the planet Earth, including the ones who make a lot of monies on, on the big networks. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but I'm just telling them. And I, you know, speaking for myself, at least the same kind of analysis that y'all got in this particular segment. Y'all remember we used to do this opening night show? It used to be crazy, the kind of preview that we used to do. At this point, I think the last couple of years, yeah. we're down to like, all right, name them teams, name them players, and then let's move on to whatever else we got on the docket. Um, not much else to say. Yeah. But, uh, of course, it's brought to you by my bookie. War Room Family, it's time to make some money sports betting at my bookie. NFL football is the biggest betting extravaganza in the sports world, so it's definitely time. Make sure you lay down some bread on the biggest games in the NFL. You still got time to lay down one on the opening game tonight, Buccaneers versus Cowboys. Um, You can join us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid. You get your money fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting. So you can place wagers after you think about it for a few minutes and realize, what the hell was I betting on the Cowboys for? You can change that. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, man, so let's, let's get into our predictions for the upcoming season. And since football is a team sport, we could start with the individual awards and then go into, you know, who we think going to win these divisions, the conference chip, the Super Bowl, and all of that. So anybody want to volunteer to go first with these NFL awards? Or am I on you the said clock? You, want to do the, you know, you, no, you said you want to do individual you on the awards clock, first? Brother. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to do the individual awards first. All right, I mean, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. All right. Say less. All right, so um, co- Coach of the Year, I'm going with Andy Reid. Um, I know that's like a Rizzi. safe pick. It's a safe pick, but, I, you know, I, I see Andy Reid having a major bounce back year this year. Comeback Player of the Year, this is difficult because I see three people that it could possibly be, um, McCaffrey, possibly Dak, but I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. Ooh. Mm. I forgot about Saquon in my three because I did pick three as well. Yeah. Um, oh, defensive rookie of the year, Micah Parsons. <laughs> Offensive rookie of the year, I got Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Um, <laughs> Mac Jones. Of the year, 
Defensive player, I got two cats up here. I'm still trying to decide. You know what? I'm going to go with Miles Garrett because I'm afraid the boy, if I don't say his name, he might come see me. Um, but I was also thinking about Chase Young. <laughs> but I'm going to say Miles Garrett. Uh, offensive player of the year, and I know it's funny giving him this because I didn't even say comeback player of the year, but I'm going with uh, Christian McCaffrey to have a crazy season this year. And for MVP, um, this is State Farm. I'm going Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Who's next? It'll be I'm awesome. sorry, right MB, down my MVP, picture. you said who? You said who? People trying to talk to me. Over Patrick here. Mahomes. Okay, Mahomes, Mac Jones. All right, you want me to go be awesome? Go ahead. You, 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 well, no, let me let me get into this. So, right. Coach of the Year, I got Matt Rule. That's what she said. I got Matt Rule. Hey, man. I, I want to say uh, shout, out, shout out to uh, Derwin James because I know you're going to be back in big time. Uh, I would say shout out to C Mac, but I don't support. Um, never mind. Uh, Saquon Barkley, you are my choice for comeback player of the year. Uh, defensive rookie of the year, I'm going Odafe Owe to take that uh, in a surprise. Uh, off- defensive rookie of the year, I got defensive player of the year, Marlon Humphrey. Offensive player of the year, Stephon Diggs is going to come up in a major way. Watch what I say. And my MVP, mm. he did my MVP, got it last finally. Year. He did his thing last year. Shout out to shout out shout out to Matt Stafford, man. You finally going to live up to what people have said you were, which we don't think you are. But I'm going with you, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford that's, is that's, like the new, the new version of yeah, new version of Dan Fouts. I remember Dan Stafford retired. He had all he had all kinds of numbers and records, but right. couldn't win a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> He's finally on a team that could do something, but we'll talk about that a little more when we do our actual predictions because it you know it's still a numbers game over there, and I don't know. I'll, I'll let y'all know when when I do that. So for me, um, looking into the season, we, we we start with comeback player of the year. I had three people. Jimmy has given me consideration for a fourth, and you too, B. Austin, because you picked him as well. I didn't even have Saquon Barkley. I forgot about that. My my three finalists were Dak, McCaffrey, and Carson Wentz. I don't know if Carson Wentz is going to make it throughout the whole season. He ain't going to come back. Um, I, saw, right. Dude. So I, I would actually like if if Carson Wentz could play a sixteen, if he could give you, I mean, seventeen. Excuse me. He, no. give, he could give you a 16? I think this would be no, – All he got to do is play 16. <laughs> if grandma yeah. had balls, no, but if, but if he played – right, if, if he played 17 on a squad as talented as the Colts, this award would be his. No doubt about it, but he ain't going to do that. Dak, I'm still a little skeptical about Dak, man. That man's leg was pointing at me, and his body was looking the other way. So I don't – <laughs> I, I know modern medicine is a mother, but I'm not sure I'm trusting. That ain't even an injury they I'm, worried about. I'm not sure I'm trusting Dak to trust himself enough to get this. He's another one. He's on a very talented offense. Um, at this point, after all the arguments and all of these past years, Dak Prescott is probably the best quarterback, bar none, in the NFC East at this point. It ain't but, hard to be here. I was about to say, but the way his leg was looking, 
I don't know if he trusted enough. So I'm going to go Yo, Christian Dak, McCaffrey. Dak had one of them injuries where, like, from now on, when I see him run or whatever, I'm, I'm going to be squeamish and, like, I'm not even playing. So I can't imagine how he feels. Right. right. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, it's like when, uh, when, when JoJo falls. Every time JoJo falls on the court, I'm like, yo, he's dead. He's like, leg broke. He hurt. He injured. <laughs> yo, and then you got, like, um, Sean Livingston. How does he walk? Paul George, how does he walk? Yeah. Um, your man. Yo, uh, I'm trying to who, 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 who had the worst, though? Like, Sean Livingston. White, white boy Hacha, how does him? he walk? The bull from uh, Carolina. Uh, Paul George. Yeah. Who I'm talking about? What's his name? Um, Who's the bull from, the bull from Louisville? He used to play for the Celtics. Who, who, he, played with, uh, he played with Mellow now. Young Mellow. Yo, the boy that Gordon played Hayward. Louisville who had his whole bone hanging out his leg. The boy Louisville. I think Louisville Gordon. dude might have been the worst. His, his joint might have been the worst. Um, yo, I never PG, seen PG no thirteen John was nasty too, though, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his joint went. It was. I don't know. <laughs> his leg was yeah. playing greater than or less than. Louisville dude was worse though. Louisville <laughs> dude might have been the worst I've ever seen because he had actual bone like that broke the skin and was hanging out of his leg. Yeah, yeah. It, it's all nasty to me, man. I don't know how none of them cats walk. Um, I'm gonna go with Christian McCaffrey, comeback player of the year. When he's healthy, y'all know how they use Solid. him. Like he's their best pass catcher. He's their best runner. They might, you know, bring him in to throw a couple passes because you know the boy ain't really lighting it up. Yo, boy, if you know, you know. He's a football player. <laughs> if you know, you know. Shout out to Fred, but homie ain't actually Yo, lighting it up. So. When they ask, they ask McCaffrey what's his position, boy, they say football. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he is football, uh, futsal, Tobias football. Just sent a message, to, Tobias just sent a message in the group chat. It said uh, Kevin Ware with the ball from Louisville to tour That's the ball everything. From Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His leg probably still broke. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey for the comeback player of the year. But he's another one, though, like – I, like the way they use him, like can he stay healthy? Because it's not like, like he gets, he gets that, that uh, the usage of, yeah, yo, I don't, I don't even know people's names no more, man. What's wrong with me? Yo, the running back I'm out gonna need you Tennessee, to put, man. The, don't the put this kind of energy ball, out man. there though, because I got Christian McCaffrey on my fantasy squad, so I'm gonna need him to stay healthy. But you're talking about the Derrick Henry, the, yeah, so to do. Um, Derrick Henry, he 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 gets. Uses like that, not all on the ground, you know, some of it in the air, but he don't have a Derrick Henry type build, type frame to to keep going through that. But I'm a, I'm gonna stick with that. Coach of the year sounds super chalk, but boy, actually never wins it. I'm gonna go with Bill Belichick. I think a lot of people have counted him out because I like that one year without Brady, they didn't make the playoffs. I'm not saying they're a lot to make the playoffs now, but I think they'll be good enough to at least be in the mix at the end of the season for a wild card. And from what they say this team is and what they say Bill Belichick is, shout out to Asante Samuel who says he's just another coach without Tom Brady. I beg to differ, but the narrative, you know, is hard to argue right now because of the way it played out for Brady. He goes to a stacked team, kind of plays like, you know, half-ass sometimes and still wins a Super Bowl. So it's it, you know it's hard to to combat that narrative, but I kind of think Tom Brady was made by Bill Belichick, but that that might be. Yo, me. it sounds to me like you blaming Cam Newton for all the failures last year. Nah, nah, mm. because because the reason I don't think 
the reason I say in the mix for a wild card and not in the mix for the division is because they still, you know, they got to rely on Mac Jones. He a rookie. Like, he might have played well in a few preseason games, but we don't really know what he's going to look like. But we do know he's going to be coached well, regardless of how yeah. he performs. They got to deal, um, deal with them Griselda boys in Buffalo. Right. Um, defensive rookie of the year. Um, this, I was looking at Micah Parsons from the, the Cowboys, but he's a Cowboy. So I went with <laughs> Jeremiah Owusu. I don't know how to say his name. We're just going to call him J-O-K. Um, I'm going to go with J-O-K uh, from the Brownie Boys. Um, offensive rookie of the year, it was for me between Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones, I, I don't even think Ooh, it's Mac think. Jones. I think it's, you know, it's a, a done deal that Mac Jones is going to have more team success. But, look, Trevor Lawrence, a lot of hype around this dude. Like, the way they make it sound and the way it's been throughout his, his years in college, it should be impossible for this dude to be a bust. So he needs to come out. I know Jacksonville is trash. I know he's going to take a beating, but take much but individual numbers to get this award. And he should, he should still be good regardless of what's going on around him because he's been anointed. So we'll see. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence on that. Defensive player of the year, I don't mean to disrespect Aaron Donald, but I think it's time for Miles Garrett to step in and um, do something with that. He has a lot more talent around him now, including the rookie that I named for defensive rookie of the year, Miles Garrett. He, it's not going to free him up because people aren't stupid, but it's going to be, it's going to make it a little better for him to dominate um, on his side. Uh, offensive player of the year. I'm going to go with the same person I'm picking for comeback player of the year. And that's Christian McCaffrey, MVP, Let's go. Patrick Mahomes. So uh, those, those are our picks, our predictions, if you will, for the NFL awards. Now, Yo, we're going to update this mid-season. So, Y'all know um, how we do. And then at the end, we're going to give you who we actually thought won them. But these are our predictions. So this will change <laughs> once everybody gets start getting it in. Yo, I just want to name, name say one thing real fast, and that's about like Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett has reached a point where he doesn't play defense; he plays violence. And there's only two people <laughs> in the league like that, and that's Aaron, Aaron Donald violence. and Miles Garrett. Yeah, Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett both play violence. They don't play defense; mm-hmm. they play violence. There's only two dudes on that list. So you know, Chase Young, like he might be on his way there. We'll see. But right now, it's two dudes who reach that 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 part where they just play violence. Yeah, they they wake up on Sunday mornings and choose violence. <laughs> that, that's much. all it is. That's all it they is. They hurt people. All right. So um, uh, let's let's go into who's gonna win this thing. You know what I mean? Let's go into the the divisions. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna let you guys know who we think the division winners are gonna be, and I might have a couple of surprises for y'all in this one. Um. Then we're going to go to, you know, division winners, three wild cards, the conference championship matchups, the Super Bowl 56 matchup, and the Super Bowl winner. So we we want to do all this at the same time, or y'all just want to take it one at a time again? Hold up. No, real quick. How many wild cards is it? <clears throat> it's three now. 17 weeks. <clears throat> excuse me. 17 weeks in the season, three wild cards. So basically seven playoff participants on each side instead of six. And, uh, Yo, yeah. I forgot Everybody about that. I only put now. down two. I, could, I, could, I got somebody else. Uh, I straight well, forgot Jimmy about Jeff, 
Jimmy can definitely go last. Then <clears throat> I started well, off. I'm man. good. I'm goody. I'm Gucci. <laughs> I, I'll start it off though. I'll go first. Um. Okay. You got. You got okay. that. Let's go I'll reverse order. Right. You got it. All right. So so let's start in the let's start in the AFC. <clears throat> in the AFC in the East, I got the Bills to win that division. Um. I got the Browns to win the NFC North. And the Browns for me is always like the show me, prove it. I believe it when I see it. In a tough NFC North, you know, because you still got the Ravens, and then you always got the Steelers, uh, you know, buzzing around. I'm going to go with the Browns on this one. In the NFC South, I'm going to go with the Colts, which, again, is dependent on the health of the bull, who's never healthy. Um, In the AFC West, I got the Chiefs. My three wild cards in the AFC, the Ravens, the Titans, and the Steelers. So if you look at it all, when it's all said and done, I have three teams in the NFC North making the AFC playoffs. We're gonna go over to the NFC, the NFC West. Who'd you who'd you have 40, one in the South? Who'd you have one in the South? The Colts. Oh, you got the Colts. The, okay. Yeah, in the, in the, the really NFC. Start from the West, but because it's a team game, it's not just about ball. The Colts are a very talented team. The Colts were a good team last season, so they were. They were pretty much a quarterback away, not a quarterback away from like winning the chip, but a quarterback away from being a, a very good team. So I mean, it's not really Memphis Bleak. Memphis Bleak can one hit away his whole career though. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Memphis Bleak is definitely, you know, the the rap version of your man, always one hit away. Um. So I'm gonna start in the the West for the NFC, man. I got the 49ers out west. And the crazy part about the 49ers is you don't really know who their quarterback is going to end up being. They're going to start the season with Garoppolo. A lot of people think quickly into the season they might end up going to Trey Lance. Either way, if y'all think about the last time the 49 not the not the last time, but the time before um when the 49ers showed up in the Super Bowl, they switched quarterbacks in the middle of their Super Bowl run from Alex Smith to um to Colin Kaepernick. So it's happened before. It's happened before for this particular franchise. Um, I think they're going to win this division, no matter who's under center. Um, in the NFC South, I got the Bucks. Um, that's kind of a no-brainer here. The Saints will have to prove them and Jameis um, that they're going to stay on the level that they've been in. Uh, the NFC North, I got the Packers. And the NFC East. <laughs> The NFC. Don't do it. Can you say? Can you say somebody's going to be trash and be a division winner at the same time? I am picking the hometown Philadelphia Eagles to win the <laughs> NFC East. Now, for anybody out there, because you know where we're from, if anybody out there will dare call me a homer for this pick, one, you don't know us very well, and two, you haven't listened to this show over the past 11 years because when the Eagles, when they were a known dominant team, we'd always been reluctant to pick them to, to win anything. I just got I'm a call silly a homer feeling, pick. man. I, I'm not, I'm, I just got a silly feeling, B. This, this is not, I think the Eagles are going to be like way better than the team. I got a feeling. No, I think the division is trash. I think somebody's going to win the division with eight. Maybe somebody can get to nine wins. It's 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 one of those nine things. And eight. It's it's 
believing less in the hype from the other teams because, look, there's a lot of hype coming out of Washington. They got Fitzmagic, so their offense is only going to be good for a maximum of four games. The defense is nice. Six. You got Dallas, who never, ever lives up to expectations. You got the Giants. One of the biggest futures bets going on right now is the Giants to win the NFC East. When do they live up to, you know, any type of hype? When's the last time they got any hype? Philly teams, not just the Eagles, are known to rise to the occasion when they are traveling under the radar, when they're picked to finish dead last. They won a Super Bowl being picked to finish last in the division. Ain't no That's Super Bowls. That's a rub. Ain't, ain't nothing crazy happening. I got them winning the division, making the playoffs, and making their early exit when the playoffs begin. We'll see where it, where it ends up. 17 weeks from now when they got four wins Okay, people can say you were crazy Alright, I was crazy with it Alright, so the three wild cards I got Seattle, I got LA Rams And I got the Bears So just like in the AFC, I got one division Weighing heavily on the playoffs In the NFC, it's the NFC West I got three teams out of the NFC West Making the playoffs Now, watch how I flip this Conference championship game I got the Rams Versus the Packers Remember, I picked the 49ers to win the division, but I got the Rams going on to the NFC Championship because I think I think the Niners will, you know, come out of the gate a little faster. I think it'll take the Rams a little longer to get it going, but when they get it going, I think they're going to end up being the better team all around. So Rams, Packers, in the AFC, I got the Browns versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl I go back to the same chalk I've been doing for like the past five years. I'm going to go Packers-Chiefs with the Chiefs getting their second Super Bowl win in three years. Three straight appearances, second Super Bowl win in three years. Shout out to Andy and the Chiefs, Super Bowl 56. y'all got? (laughs) All right. Uh, I I, I like it. People probably like it. He's bugging. I know, I'm bugging. I'm going to start with the AFC. And we're going to run this fast. AFC, East, Buffalo, North, Ravens, South, Titans, West, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, <laughs> NFC. Pat and Andy. At least, at least Pat and Andy. At least Pat and Andy. Pat and Andy. Pat and Andy. My bad, big, my bad Red. I can't call you Big Red. I don't call other men Big. Uh, Seattle, Tampa Bay, uh, North Green Bay. I, I hear my brother... I hear my brother Dev, and, and oh, I, I ain't trying to convince it. nobody. If you go make a but bet on that, you're silly. <laughs> I, believe, I believe. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> that, <laughs> I believe that Fitz Magic is good for six wins as opposed to four. And you only need eight to win the and division. Then, I still ain't going. With and that. then, <laughs> and then I believe that the D line is good for three. Because they're kind of scary, and I think they're getting better. So there's your nine. I'm gonna give the Washington. Division. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the Washington foosball team the opportunity to go to the playoffs because I believe that the team in Dallas, dog, I, I really Roger. think that they are. Yeah, man. Their defense just, is back to being trendy. They're all, <laughs> they're all supposed to be. thrills, man. 
they're all frills, and it's supposed to be, but what substance are they being taught? I believe Micah Parsons is a magnanimous athlete, and I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> but y'all give me. I believe he's a magnanimous athlete. I think he, who's teaching him, who's teaching him to be a linebacker? Who's teaching him to be a linebacker, man? And their cor- they still got problems on the corner. I do believe their defense is going to be better, but it was like 31st. So how can it be better? Um, so I'm, I'm going, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with DC. Wild cards: AFC Browns, Colts, Steelers. Wild card: NFC Rams, Niners, Saints. Jameis, even though you made me angry, and I pooped on you for about three years, maybe two. I want to see you do well, man. You got LASIK surgery. I mean, you can see now. You pooped on him out of love, though, because when he came in, yeah, I, I, you know, you jumped off that cliff for him and he embarrassed you. Least, least, so, so at least we got rid of love pooping. Least you, least you out, least you outlasted Marcus Mariota, who I told people was nothing. So you did, you did, you did right there. Now you got your LASIK. So hopefully you can ride off into the sunset in the latter half of your career, showing these people that you are talented, not just a, a restaurant thief stealing crab legs, man. I got you, bro. Um, conference chip, Green Bay versus the Rams. The Rams are going to come through the wild card because yeah, of Stafford's MVP. I ain't, I ain't by myself. Stafford that ball. KC, KC <laughs> versus Buffalo. And Red, Red and Pat are going to show Buffalo that they're almost there. But not quite. But not quite. <laughs> not quite. Action. Super Bowl Fifty Six. And then, K- and then Super Bowl Fifty Six is going to be um, Red and Pat versus the God Metal Lark Lemon, and Metal Lark's going to get his second. Ooh, and y'all know who Metal Lark is. is. is Metal Lark's last chance too, man. He grasping at his last chance. Yeah. Yo, did yeah. they win MVP yeah. last season? Yeah, I feel like the Austin was cheating off my paper, yo. Yo, hey, no. hey, Jim, didn't 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 um Aaron Rodgers win MVP last season? I think he did. I mean, the he reason went like every I'm other year, so that, I don't know. The reason I'm asking that because Bull went like round eight in my fantasy draft. Why why are they disrespecting yeah. the Bull like that? <laughs> I mean, because he rather be on he rather be on Jeopardy plus. That's true. Yo, you, you hear me say why they? I didn't pick his ass either. But um, yo, he ain't got no help either. Like he was bringing back cats that was out the league. Didn't he bring like somebody back over there or whatever? He's begging them to bring back yeah, Jordy. Randall, 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 Randall Cobb. Yeah, he, he wants to find Randall Cobb Jordy. somewhere. I mean, he, tried to, he, he has he has back. somebody who's in the argument though for best receiver of the year. Some people are picking him, Devontae, to be um. I mean, but that's just one player. But there's some people are picking Devontae to be offensive player of the year. So I we'll mean, see. only Devontae I know is Dallas brother, so. <laughs> Yo, Casey Mack said All to be right. awesome. Devontae Swing. Because you picked the Packers instead of the Chiefs. Say what? All right, so <laughs> all right, so we got we got a lot of similarities but some differences here. So I'll start it off with the AFC. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'ma let you finish, brother. I'm gonna let you finish. But T J Watt got the best contract of the year. Um the Steelers and T J Watt have just Agreed on a four-year extension worth more than a hundred and twelve million dollars. Twenty-eight million. What? 
average per year with $80 million fully guaranteed at signing. This is a damn defensive player, man. $80 million guaranteed at signing. Why Anybody want to change their pick for defensive player of the year? Because he was in my finalist. But this actually makes me want to pick well, now, him now up. Now you're going to think. He got paid right. already. Right. <laughs> he got, he got paid. He ain't going to do shit. Right. Yo, why Roethlisberger ain't spicy get AB paid like this? I'm joking. <laughs> Shout out to Roddy White. <laughs> dumbass tweet that's got him cooked all day. If you know, you know. If not, go check Roddy Yo. White's uh, <laughs> his, uh, feed, Twitter feed. Yeah, it's Twitter. It's Twitter nasty. It's Twitter nasty. Yo, real quick, though. AFC, in the AFC East, I got the Griselda boys out of Buffalo, so I got the Bills winning the AFC East. Boop, 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 boop. In the West. In the West, I got the Chiefs. In the North, I got the Baltimore Cats, and in the South, you know what I'm saying? Remember the Titans. I got the Titans winning the uh, South, you know what I'm saying? Shout to, uh, you know what I mean, um, A.J. Brown and, and, and the black Mexican. I think we're going to have a nice bounce-back season, too. But uh, shout to the Titans. Oh, yeah, and Sir Henry. Anyway, um, wild card, I'm going to go with uh, the Browns, the Steelers, and here's my little uh, surprise pick. I'm going with the Chargers. Ooh. Mm. You know, yeah. I like you know I like the Chargers, Jim. I can't root for them like I did last year. Cause remember last year I had um Keenan and the ball. Yeah, somebody's fantasy, yeah. The ball to Keenan every six seconds, not even every six plays. He throw the ball to Keenan every six yo. Yeah. Dude had dude averaged almost eleven targets per game last season. <laughs> That's insane. So if you got Keenan and 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 fantasy you, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Yeah, you about to eat. Willie Rod. Willie Rod. He definitely was Willie Rod. Yo, in the <laughs> NFC, right? So, so in the East, yeah. I'm going with the Cowboys. I'm sorry, I keep cutting him off, but I actually saw, um, I actually saw Keenan get some votes, not votes, but predictions of winning the Offensive Player of the Year too because of that. <laughs> because you gonna get eleven targets? I guess so. Shoot, this is second yeah, year. And get twelve, four, thirteen. <laughs> yeah, or or, or or the ball matures, or the ball matures, and don't throw to him every play. Start spreading it around, and then Keenan going to yeah. ask out. You're going to ask to to be traded. <laughs> All right, Why so you want to be traded? East, on my dick. When the East is in the house, oh my God, danger! Yo, danger. in the East, I got uh, the Cowboys. In the West, I'm going with the Rams. Underrated talk. The North, the North, the Packers, and in the South. I got the Buccaneers. Now, here's where it's crazy. I don't even know if this is mathematically possible. I don't know if this is mathematically possible, but I'm going to say this anyway. I got the Seahawks, Cardinals, and Niners all going to the playoffs. So that means I got one whole division going to the playoffs. Yo, but I got – wait, 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 wait. I don't even know. Wait. You pick all three of them for the wild card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't even know. I don't even know if that's Yo, mathematically possible. So you got possible. the Rams winning. And then the Seahawks, Cardinals, <laughs> hey, yo, that division going to be the yo. truth. Yo, I don't even yo. know if that's mathematically possible, but I'm looking at the rest of the divisions. Like, I just don't believe in the Bears. I think the NFC I was about to say, ass. you know why it's possible? And I think the South is Everybody ass. else in the NFC going to stink. Unless we're just wrong about it. Yo. Though, so that division to me, I'm, I'm as I look I'm at it, somehow that the division NFC looks tough. None of them teams. No, but Jim, we on the same page. I got three of them in. I don't have a whole division. Yo, I yeah, but I see. I think what you, I think what you pick is probably, um, probably more probable. So even if it never happened, it might be able to happen now because it's an extra yeah, wild card. Yeah, with, this is true. Yeah. But I think what you pick might be more probable. But yo, them teams in the NFC is ass beat. But their division is <laughs> <Yeah. be> tough. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, 
Jimmy's drawling. All right, so <laughs> now in the in the in the AFC chip though, in the AFC chip, I actually have the Titans upsetting uh, the Bills to get to the chips. So I think the Titans are going to play the Chiefs in the AFC chip. Titans finally going to get through. <laughs> listen, man. I'm listen. I'm. I think the Titans about to have. Titans are going to be that team that takes the next step this year. I think the Black Mexican. And the other fake black Mexicans, the other boys like the fake Julio Jones. Now they got both of them on the same squad with Sir Henry, Ooh, the and they got a, a, a nice tight end. Like they're gonna be tough, and, and their defense is physical. So Tennessee gonna be tough. Pause. You know? We don't have a nice tight end, man. Hey yo, yeah, pause that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so me, I think the uh, Titans will play the Chiefs. Now my <laughs> NFC uh, championship, I got the uh, actual Packers. And I think the Packers will be playing the Rams. And I got this is I'm like, yo, we all got the same thing. I got the Packers and the Chiefs. I got the Packers and the Chiefs in the bowl, but I got the Packers winning. So all, right, um, two. all three. Of so everybody got the, the same team. bowl. That's two for the pack, and and one for Andy Reid choking. One for no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I, I, two I for got, Andy Reid choking again. Oh, you got the Chiefs. No, again. I got the Chiefs. Yeah, oh, okay. The Chiefs. So that's two for the Chiefs, and that's one for Andy Reid choking yeah. again. All right. Um. I, I just found something, and this was going. This was going. This was last season, and this was in 2020. Um, and this was called uh, in some articles called a stat to trust. Uh, three to one, the percentage of the rest of the season simulations in which all NFC West teams make the playoffs. They were tough like this last season. So this this little blurb says, don't forget that the postseason field has expanded with a third wild card slot added to each conference. So yes, an entire division could make the playoffs. And two weeks into the season, no division looks better than the NFC West. This was last year, which boasts a combined record okay. of seven and one, tops in the NFL, with the only loss being the Cardinals' intra-divisional defeat to the 40, of the 49ers. Um, this isn't much of a surprise. I projected all four of the division's teams logging eight-plus wins prior to kickoff. We all expected the NFC West to be a beast in 2020, and early indications suggest that it is, which brings me to the question I'm sure many of you are asking. And that was the question that we were just asking. So they already had this discussion last year. Okay. <laughs> when a few weeks into the season, somebody thought that they had a chance mathematically to do it. So it's possible. Hey, listen, man. That division <laughs> the run is probably going to be right. Three or four teams from that division is going to make it. Unless, yeah, like I said, James and tough. the boys that's can live division, up to though. what they've been. And they're going to beat each other up so much that, uh, you know what I mean, like then Jeopardy going to like sneak right past them. <laughs> if you know, you know. All right, so uh, before we move, before we move on to the quote of the week, the stat of the week, we're going to go to the phone lines. We got the homie Tobias calling in from out in Arizona. What up, Tobias? Roll damn top right over Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> Turned him into a, a, oh, a, yeah. a, a light drizzle, like you said. What up? Hey, call you a little scatter shower, fellas. The same thing that happened. Death, taxes, and Alabama making an example out of someone. Number one with a bullet, <laughs> fellas. Still uh, wonder who the dumbass is that voted for Georgia, number one. Uh, but don't worry. We'll take care of them in Atlanta again. But uh, a couple of things. I, I play some bets also out some some place a couple of bucks on some long shot pick for awards. I pay, I bet on Devin White for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be defensive player of the year. Winning team. That's not a bad. That's a not national, a bad bet. National spotlight. 
He got the Bucks. And he plays some linebacker. He gets a lot of sacks as well. He's a star now. Uh, I bet on their, their rookie of the Bucks, Joe Tryon, defensive end, plus 900 for rookie of the year. I don't think he's going to get it because he might get enough snaps. But he's a pass so you got all the, all the home so team bets is what you're saying. Yeah. I like, did like bet James plus 1,200 for coming. <laughs> I did bet James plus 1,200 to get comeback player of the year because uh, playing play oh, under man. Sean Payton, I think that's just a made fit deal. I, I think that's just amazing. My bad, man. Listen to this. This is two things coming out of the Ravens camp. The Ravens oh, fear that. that three-time Pro Bowl cornerback Marcus Peters has suffered a torn ACL in Thursday's practice. And they, oh, fear, no. that they fear running back Gus Edwards suffered a torn ACL in Thursday's practice. Yo! Oh, yo. Weren't the Ravens already down a running back? Weren't they already down a running back? Yes. That's, that's, yeah, the yes. About that's to why they like signed Le'Veon. That's why they signed Le'Veon. Le'Veon oh. about to start. So it, it gets better. It, it, it gets oh. worse, actually. Man. They tore those ACLs and back-to-back plays. Yo, what oh, are they going to practice, huh? Yo, yo, Harbaugh got to ease up off the pedal and practice, man. Yo. But you know what, no. you, know, you know the ironic part is, or is this a short term like COVID? Yo, yo, can I change my pick? COVID make your ligaments brittle or something? Can I, can I change like, my pick? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you can't. Hey, you can't blame anybody for changing nothing now. Come on, you done lost. Yeah. Come on, man. And back to back plays. Yeah. Would have been. Would have been. Uh, would have been even crazier, Tobias, if you said it would have happened on the same play, because that is an offensive player and a defensive player. It, it would have been even yeah. crazier if you said he was tackling Gus when they both messed their knees up. So I'm going to just go ahead and run with that story when I tell people later. Like, yo, on the same play, he tackled the ball, and they both twisted their knees on the tackle. So let's go ahead and yeah, start that and, one. And like, that. Hey, people <laughs> talk, oh, I don't want to play preseason. I'm like, do y'all watch? All right, these people, well, preseason going to play them. But I'm like, Y'all know these guys be getting hurt more often in practice at a training camp tearing ACLs. You know, because you can make the wrong cut and you tear it. You can do that just training. You know, a lot of guys get hurt training. It's just bad luck of the draw, man. You can do that. Then, you can do that running through the rain at a parking lot to get to your car. Like, <laughs> trying yeah. not to get wet. Like, ah. Yeah. See, this is the part of football yeah. that you hate, man, because you know this stuff. It's coming. There's a lot of big name people that's gonna get hurt. People that you want to see play. Oh man, shout out to them, man. Crazy, crazy. And, and plus, and then you gotta remember also, Lamar refuses to get vaccinated, even though he's alive for a forty billion dollar a year deal. And yeah, you get an inflamed heart. They ain't paying you, bro. And so that season could be derailed. But uh, but I, I mm. like I was saying. Oh, one thing also, I put this on my page, and the Browns on page. I make no excuses. Yeah, I said it. Baker Mayfield is overrated. This guy is pedestrian as hell and average as hell and about to get $40 million because he pretty much a younger Kirk Cousins. Who like, rates him? Honest, guy. Like, who rates him really high for you to say he's overrated? Oh, you, you, you mean the high take media I always do look at quarterback wins? Even though the guy, I saw these stats. The dude don't even, like, 30 of a completion percentage. I'm like, dude, you can't even complete passes with that stack receiver mm-hmm. core. How the heck you supposed to be this top ten quarterback if you if you worse with Odell Beckham? <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, it depends on what you pick, though. 
because you had, you know, you could pick some some of those type of stats, but then you can also go to like red zone stats. He's great, not great, but you know, they're they're better than his regular stats. I think he's a decent quarterback. I don't think he's as bad as you say he is, and I don't think he's as good as apparently the people that are saying saying is good. As far as what he's about to get paid, the market, dog. <laughs> It's the market. Hey. Um, I think I was looking at a conversation of yours, and I, I was thinking of a similar analogy, but I think somebody said to you, like, that's the, you know, the reason he's about to get $40 million is the same reason that a 1,500-square-foot home in, in Phoenix is costing over 300000 right now. It's the market. Well, all I got <laughs> to say is that. It's some hey. raggedy stuff. And and quarterbacks are, are hard to come by. So if you think you got one that's decent and you're not trying to start over and your team is at a point where they're competitive, you don't want to go get a rookie or nothing like that. So you pay with the market is, is bearing out at the time. The best equivalent I can make of him like that is Aaron Turner and Solomon Hill got big contracts. John Conkat got a huge contract. Right place, right time. <laughs> and they'll be mad about it in a year. Because he's a, I think he's the type of quarterback where he can't overcome, okay, I'm missing a couple of pieces because I'm making my bread. I'm not mad enough for making a bread. I hate when these hot-take media guys want to get mad at Mahomes for taking every dime he can get. Well, you can't get that left tackle. Well, how about it's, it's the front office job to make that happen. They ain't packing Mahomes' job to uh, make sure the left tackle's there uh, or, or the right guard, the third-string guard. How about how about that's all one of the plays? How about the third string guard take a pay cut? Or well, how about the front office figuring it out? Right. It ain't his and I, job. I think <laughs> I think I heard was it Dak? I, I heard it might have been Dak. It was, they already restructured restructured his new deal to 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 make some room for some things that they need to do. But like you said, I mean. It, and that's the same thing in the vein of the Tom Brady's when everybody, you know, the the legend grows. Tom Brady would take less money. Tom Brady has never in his life taken less money. Tom Brady has restructured and has always gotten his money on the back end because, because you weren't – Tom Brady never had to worry about being cut. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. you say – when everybody gets their contract backloaded for money that they will never in their life see, Tom Brady, when he restructured his deal to the back, he never had to worry about that because you're never going to cut Tom Brady. Tom Brady leaves, it's going to be Tom Brady's decision to leave, just like it was. You know what I'm saying? Belichick yeah. might have pushed him out of the door a little bit, but, you know, his contract was up. He had that decision yeah, it, to make that. Tom Brady was never like, not going to see his full contract. And like with Mike Evans, right, he restructured a couple of tiny Bucks fans like, man, he was a team player. He gave him his check up front, not a weekly payment. Of course, you take mm. eleven million up front. People and fall like, for that, but but but, but yeah. if you're if you're a player, especially a player in the social media times, you know, me and Jim was talking about last work week, how everybody's sensitive. Work that to your advantage. Let them say that. Restructure it. Let the people that don't really understand, let them say what they're going to say, and you're going to look like the good guy. You're going to look like the team player. Hey, let it happen while still getting all of your money <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Hey, uh, and, like, two things, like the Chiefs, like people talk about the offensive line, with Super Bowl, but they have another issue I don't think they solved yet. The Chiefs don't have a number two receiver. And the Bucks kind of peeked that out. They don't have it. They got Kelsey the tight end. But if you could double Tyreek, Who's the number two that was going to step up? You, well, you know, Sammy Finesse Watkins is gone now. He wasn't at the number yeah. two. 
Uh, number Mikko two now Harvey, is Miko. Yeah, yeah, but I think receiver receiver is the easiest position to replace. You'll have some random dude off the street coming in and produce. Like you don't need Travis Fulgham is free right now. (laughs) Yeah, but but you know, Jimmy, you you brought up a good point, Jimmy. And I always ask people this: Well, you should pick running backs in the first round. Even though you talk about Adrian Peterson, Barry Sanders, all that stuff, you get them anywhere. Well, you get wide receivers anywhere. Chris Godwin was a third-round pick for the Bucks. <laughs> you know, a Jamar Chase from a final round. You can't catch. We got a Captain Obvious tweet from Magic. Magic says he's excited that the NFL is back. That the first game is tonight. Tom Brady and the World Champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> yeah. versus Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I'm most interested to see how Dak is going to look tonight. Magic, like, shut up. Magic don't give opinions. He just make announcements. He just tells you what for. He needs to watch OJ. OJ knows how to use Twitter, yo. Yeah. Yo, hey, by the way, speaking of OJ, you remember he put those, he got mask juice from a company called Max by Brown. White people were mad. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Yo, but, Magic, Magic wakes up in the morning, grabs his phone off the nightstand, looks out the window and says, Woo, the sky is blue, the sun is shining. <laughs> My name is Magic yeah. Johnson. <laughs> How y'all doing? Yeah, I'll, like, Come on, Magic. Yeah, I'll drop these things before I leave. That's what I'm Buffalo. It's a defensive proof. And they're running game. That's one thing with them. But also my bucks, right? All these pundits, right, I hate when they do this. Every time Super Bowl champion wins, they think that they're going to run through the league again. And I'm like, if you watch the game, and I keep it real, Brady wasn't that good in the playoffs. The ball bounced his way. I ain't mad at it. The ball bounced his way like it does in life. And, uh, I was about to say, the ball has bounced his way for 20-odd years now. Yeah. <laughs> the Yo. through a big KC and D4 was all sides. They win the game. They go to the football against the Rams. But boy had a boy had a dad by ten years before he was a dad. Like the ball has but, always bounced his way. He came in the league with a dad bod and got seven chips. <laughs> yeah, and, and what kills me, I, I would tell people, they did the Chiefs game. You know, they dominated that when they blew them. They they was in a bar burner with Taylor Heineke. <laughs> you know, Drew Brees turned. Drew Brees for my Dragon Ball Z fans, uh, you know, and, uh, but you take advantage of it. That defense was legit, and uh, and like and people like this. I believe like last year they won the Super Bowl. Everything else should be is house money right now, icing on the cake, because you can't depend on a forty-four year old to be great every single game. He'll give it to you at first, but the ironic part was the Super Bowl Tom Brady's been great in. They lost. The ones where he been average or below average to the playoffs, they, they won. Both so lucky. And, and, yeah, and, oh, and I remember this one thing. I know people love Matt Stafford. He's a T-Mac of the NFL. Very talented, nah, but ain't not, throwing squats. Not a bad, not a bad I know it's Detroit's fault, even though he had Jim Caldwell four or five years, over 500 every year, but still couldn't get a playoff win. Uh, but, yeah, it's everybody else's fault. So it's going to be a big-time referendum on him because somehow this guy gets top 10 every year and got a winning percentage that's equal to the Sacramento Kings. Uh, but, yeah, he keeps getting out of his own top 10. And, uh, and so there's going to be a big referendum on him this year because there are some people who are just talented, but they didn't win. Just what 
Can y'all hear me? We can hear you, yeah. Oh, oh. It got it got real quiet. Hey, can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, we can. I was asking you. Oh, I was asking I'm you say, real like, quick. Yeah, I'm gonna say Alabama's winning national championship again. Also, that's what be Austin. But uh, you know, but uh, I think I think it'll be Chief Buck, like Chief Bucks, and of course I gotta pick the Bucks, even though I think the Chiefs they win it. But uh, oh, and by the way, also he he went on this big rant about he went on this big rant about it's not easy. The, the people who wouldn't go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl is not easy to get back. He's like, yeah, I think it's Chief Bucks. <laughs> yeah, cause hey, oh I, I, I gotta go with my heart on this one, and I don't believe in uh, Buffalo defense. And, uh, but remember, guys, we we no longer going here when a squirrel quarterback gets picked up. They gonna pick Colin Kaepernick. Now we gonna get we gonna get drilled with Cam Newton's better than this guy. Just get uh, ready for that. Have a good one, coming. fellas. All right, man. We all at you. <laughs> all right. Thanks for calling in, even on this special time. All right, so before we move on to uh, what happened this week while y'all were on the grind, man, just got to um, give y'all the, right here. The, the quote of the week. Uh, let, let me let me click the line up for, for Tobias to get fired on air. I don't want to get fired on air. <laughs> um, so the quote of the week, man, this is uh, NFL-related as well. Now, Howie Roseman, GM, president of the Philadelphia Eagles, um, was doing an interview, and they asked him, because of how things fell apart after they did it, he said, would they make the Jalen Hurts pick again? And he said, we would. And the quote is, we loved Carson, but we played in four playoff games, and we needed our backup in every one. <laughs> hey, you can't say he's lying. Mm. Only thing I can say is he's wrong, because it was actually six playoff games, and we needed our backup in every one. If you think about 2017 playoffs, you had Atlanta, Minnesota, then New England. Carson Wentz didn't play in any of those games. The next year, we almost ran it back. We played Chicago. We played uh, New Orleans. Both of those were with uh, uh, Nick Foles. That's five. Then the next year, we make the playoffs. Carson makes it all the way through. We play Seattle. Carson goes out (laughs) early in the game. We got to go to our backup quarterback in that. So in six playoff games, while he was, you know, with the Philadelphia Eagles, they had to go to the backup or have the backup in the game all six times. So even the even the GM done lost count on that, and he's the one that makes these picks. So um, shout out to, to Howie. We'll see how this Jalen Hurts saga plays on as we move forward. Um, because, you know, either he plays okay and, and they do – show signs and maybe make a run at the playoffs, like I said, or he's total trash. The Eagles win four games and they get a, a nice draft pick <laughs> to try to move on with a, with a brand new quarterback. Either one is what it's going to be. All right. So our stat of the week, this comes from the NBA. Uh, Jimmy and I saw this stat earlier in the week. Somebody posted it in our, in our chat group kind of blew our mind. The only active starter from the 2013 NBA All-Star game to not currently be on the Lakers or the Nets roster is Chris Paul. (laughs) The only active Mm. starter from an All-Star game (laughs) to not be on one of these two rosters (laughs) is is Chris Paul. And the crazy part is I think if Chris Paul and the Suns don't make this unlikely run that they made this past season, he probably would be on one of these. 
most likely the Lakers. They would have found a way to, to pay Chris Paul because he wouldn't have had that. So for, for this to happen, he wouldn't have had the type of season that he had, which means the Phoenix probably wouldn't have had the type of season they had, which means he probably wouldn't have got the number on the extension that he got from Phoenix. Lakers would have tried to pick him up for a lot of money, but for a lot less money. <laughs> and everybody who started that game would probably be on a Lakers and Nets roster. So that's our stat of the week. Jim, let everybody know what happened this week while they were on the Grizz Night. Yes, sir. While you're on the Grizz Night, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you need a custom website, well, you do need a custom website. Everybody should have a custom website. Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203. Say, you're heard it on the war room and get that discount. Shop for Digital Extreme Technologies for supporting the war room. Now, uh, this past week while you were on the Grizz Nye, uh French soccer player Jean-Pierre Adams dies after 39 years in a coma. Sheesh. Yeah, first of all, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, you know, I'll probably get in trouble for something. You be the comments, bad guy. But you be the yeah, bad guy. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and be the, be the bad guy here. Um, homie's wife. That ain't is, take, is, I ain't pulled a plug. What? Hey, like, come on, man. 39 years in a coma? Like, like that's selfish on all kinds of levels. Like, And I don't know what your – you're going to say it's love, but I don't know what your motivation is to keep somebody on life support for 39 years. Like, at, 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 like after, after three years, four at the most, this becomes creepy. Like, why are you doing this? Because from my understanding, you know, after a certain amount of years, he wasn't even in the hospital anymore. So she was keeping him at home on life support. So he fell into a coma in 1982 following a botched knee operation. That's crazy in itself. But that sounds so, crazy as hell. Right. So this was back in 1982. Um, back then, you know, he was a central defender, uh, started his career in Fontainebleau, where he helped the local side win its amateur championships before he moved to the nines. That's, it. That's you know, a couple of details on this story. But um, I don't know what year it was. Uh, that she actually took him home, but I read that, uh, like I said, he did most of this 39-year coma at home. So I'm like, like, what, what do you do every day? What does that room smell like? Because, you know, did she, did she bathe him every single day for 39 years? Like, I just don't understand this story and why you would do that. Even if you proclaim to love somebody more than anything in life, yo, let him go. Let him go. <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. So how, how it's long? Nasty, you know, how, how long y'all leaving y'all wives? You know, what's the instructions? How how long can y'all be in a coma before they just got to go? Um, <laughs> give me like. Give me, I'm, I'm give me like. Than yeah. 30 days. I mean, I did. I did. Yo, give me like. Good. Three weeks. Yeah. I, I mean, I did watch my man. Um. Um. <laughs> What's my man name, man? Steven Seagal come out of a coma and, and return to kicking people's ass. I mean, that was in a movie, but I saw that happen. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go a little He's longer than 30 it. days, maybe longer than three weeks. But, yeah, we're not going 39 years. Give me, give me, give me six months. 
in the hospital. Don't bring me home. That's nasty. Um, <laughs> and and then yeah, let, let me go at some point. Let me go enjoy my after. I just if I if I miss one basketball season, let me go. Like you know, what I'm saying like <laughs> if I go from one season to the next, let me go. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm, I'm understanding know. that. I ain't trying to miss no hoop season, dog. At that point, let me go. Anyway, man, um, <laughs> they, yeah. they tip off the NBA season and I ain't back. <laughs> Yo, pull that plug, man. I ain't back for that plug. Yo, um, speaking of hoops, Yo, though, um, weirdo. DJ said he's, DJ said uh, Lakers legend Cedric Sabalos has been in the ICU with COVID nineteen for over twelve days and mm-hmm. fighting for his life. Yo, yeah, people found this out because three days ago he tweeted. He said, on my 10th day in ICU, COVID-19 is officially kicking my butt. I am asking all family friends, prayer warriors, healers for your prayers and well wish for my recovery. If I have done anything to you in the past, allow me to publicly apologize. My fight is not done. Like, I'm I'm thinking Seth is going to pull through, but he's at the stage where he's apologizing uh, for his wrongdoing because he's seeing his life before him. Right. Or he thinks there's at least a chance. So that's how bad he feels at the moment, man. Shout out to Seth. I met Seth once. Like Jim said, DJ said, I met him in that capacity, and he was DJing a a gala that I was doing. You and me gunning ass, Seth. I ain't ain't me gunning blindfold, Seth. I met DJ, Seth. So, man, shout out to him. Prayers up. Man, hope you get out of this. And, you know, whoever you apologizing to, <laughs> I mean, I hope you ain't do nothing too bad. But And, and I, I, you, you know, know what's you bad when you start copying apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably also told somebody, like, um, if if I don't make it, come get my phone quickly and dispose of this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, shout out to Seth, man. Crazy. Yo, man. Here's a story I want to, you know, have be off the way on. Uh, Terrell Owens um, was on Uncle Shay's podcast. Shay um, Sharp, that is, got his own party. T.O. was on there. So he liked to have somebody set up a celebrity boxing match between himself and Donovan McDad. Physical conflict resolution. And stressed on the fact that he would be trying to knock him unconscious. Like, stressed yeah, yeah. And B, this conversation started times. with them talking about T.O. possibly training seriously because, you know, boxing is, uh, you know, they've made a mockery of boxing. So a lot of these celebrities who are boxing aren't really boxing in, quote, unquote, celebrity boxing matches. They're really trying to get sanctioned to box. So they're saying that's an avenue T.O. could go down. And he was talking about how he could get training. But then when asked who he'd like to, to rumble, he still want that smoke. Which I mean, I, I mean, I think you, I think you, Douglas will support. He said he would knock the chunky soup out of him. He said this. <laughs> yo, um, he, said he, was, he said he said you yo, and you the last two who really still want. Tio is an honorable. Tio is an honorable man. He sticks by his word. He holds fast. He's uncompromising in his convictions, that, man. I support energy. that brother. I, he keep he he keep he is the definition of keep that same energy. He don't change. In fact, when you look at him, no little Nas X, especially not the pregnant one. But his even his body the same. Like dude keeps in the same shape. 
dude is running the same routes, whether you know it or not. He's telling he's people the, the NFL speed. is calling. They're running like a fool. He's way too close <laughs> think, to the – he's way too close to the ball to get over in a race at that age. Nah, man, we don't get over shit. That ball costs no, two, get over three, it, four like, Super Bowls. Like, like, dude, like, <laughs> shut up, man, because my thing is you don't keep that same energy – for these other Yakubian quarterbacks you play with, you can stay ass in retirement and apologize to them. No, nah, but that ball, no that ball, that ball, no no, that's different. That ball, Sambo, Sambo is more dangerous to us than Yakubian. Um, yeah, I hear you and all, but, but what I'm saying is, Sambos, if you're going to keep man. that same energy, if you're going to keep that same energy, keep that same energy. Don't be picky about keeping that same energy. I don't know. To be truthful, he never got that same energy. Like, he, he had – dust-ups with quarterbacks, but Bull was like really on some undermining him because he was mad that he was losing fans to him type stuff. Like, that was like that's... 20 years ago, dog. Like, you're still thinking about this. <laughs> I know, like, but, let you, it but, go. But, Yo, like... but you can't get... It's hard to compare that energy. Like, and like then, and then, Jeff Garcia and then is mad at him because needs... T.O. was acting like an asshole, which he was. You know, you know what I'm saying? T.O. 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 I watched the whole John, and T.O. T.O. was stuck in the past, yo. Like, he, I he, 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 he so sorry for him. He is. But yeah, I'm not telling, you, you're telling him to keep that same energy. It wasn't the same energy being given off, so it's hard to keep that same energy. Yeah, but what, but what my saying. thing is, like, yo. But he ain't got to be kissing their ass either, but. He got different energy. Oh, look, no, he kisses. No, he kisses. They, Tony Romo, Jeff Garcia, like he he wants to slap them down. I didn't like, say he, he didn't. I said he, he doesn't a, have to. Like, a, like, yo, the man is a, the man is disgusting, yo. But he didn't get the same energy the from man, them that he and Donovan. The was. man, the man is disgusting. The man is disgusting, yo. He needs to like get over it, grow up. Yo, my man said he didn't even want to fight him for money. He said like a pot roast. I'll fight him for a pot roast. Yo, he said. Oh, come on, no, he, he like, said I will fight him for a can of potted meat and some crackers. Yeah, yeah. can't apply to me. That's it. That's even more, that's even, that's even more energy. poverty. That's some country. That, yo. Yeah, that's, that's even more poverty. Yo, potted meat is yeah, that's like, even more I poverty. Mean, yo. Yeah. Yo, my man reeks of poverty. Potted meat. Potted meat is nasty. <laughs> yo, yo, you so uh, He said potted meat. I don't even know what yo, that is. My, man reeks, that. my <laughs> man reeks reeks of poverty, man. Like, T.O., like, like, he still got issues dealing with. Yo, but Donovan reeks of sambo-ness and cowardice, man. You got to have coward erasers, man. He's still a coward. No, because what it really is, what it really is, it ain't even about Donovan. He really want to fight his dad for living across the street and not speaking to him. That's what it really is. <laughs> so he's just, he's just, he's, and, that's why, and that's why he's, and that's why he's projecting it onto the black man. It's really even about Donovan. It ain't about Donovan. There's, there's something deeper going on right here. That could be true. This is daddy issues. But are you denying Donovan is still a coward? I'm, I'm not taking up with Donovan at all. Like I okay, think Donovan right. got issues too. Donovan's yeah. a drunk. Well, I mean, but at the same time, T.O. trying to T.O. trying to solve some of them issues. Man, but they, they might think about trying, that more, man. Trying to see that. And, and if I was McNabb, that's how I would respond to it. Anybody thinking about these? Because then he looks. McNabb can't. Anyway, McNabb, um, McNabb can't respond to that because ain't nobody thinking about him. Probably a deep reader from there, but you know. <laughs> He's somewhere drunk. Anyway, yeah. man, um sp- speaking of uh <laughs> you know, um old NFL players, man, Clinton Portis was one of three former oh, NFL players to plead guilty in a nationwide health care fraud scheme. So Clinton Portis yeah. out here like on his uh, <laughs> American <laughs> defrauding <laughs> he was defrauding the, the Upshaw plan. He um Tamarick Vanover uh, what's the other boy? Robert McCune, and it was one more. 
dude who actually was the one who who recruited all of them to get in on the conspiracy. But anyway, what he did, according to court documents, he caused the submission of false and fraudulent claims to the Upshaw plan on his behalf over a two-month period, obtaining almost $100,000 in benefits for medical equipment that was never actually provided. So, this was low. This was kind of low. But um, he was facing yeah, 10 years. To, I don't know if him pleading guilty you know, would get his sentence down to below that, but he was facing uh, 10 years for this whole thing. So shout out to Yo, what he used to call us, Jerome from Southeast. Jerome from Southeast. Yeah. My man probably took that money to buy a dunk with some rims. Like he probably didn't productive with the money either. Anyway. <laughs> but, um, a pink, a pink, a pink, a pink one. Whip. Yeah, it's definitely a pink yeah. one. All right, Here's well, something that happened a while ago, Jerome but the news from, recently D block. <laughs> yeah, right. this is something that happened a little while ago, but the news recently went uh, viral. Bow movie, which was a uh, Pac-Man Jones adopted Chris Henry's uh, two sons. You guys remember that when they were teammates? Lead them. To yes, lead sir. Them I remember Chris Henry died when he either jumped or fell off the back of that pickup truck um, okay. when he was arguing Allegedly. with his ex-wife. Allegedly, so. you know, she claims she didn't push him or anything like that. Um, we don't know. But they were close. You know, they played college ball together. They met at West Virginia. They played for the Bengals together. They were tight, best friends. Um, and, I, you know, we just figured uh, we always take Pac-Man to task and we always report on the crazy stuff that he does. So we definitely got to report when he's doing something, you know, that humanitarians do, man. You're going to lead them young men kids. down the wrong path, man. Even even though... Hey, come on, man. That, he, he keeps <laughs> harping on the fact man. that they're amazing athletes. So the more he said that, the more I thought that this might be an investment. But I'm going to take him for on face value that this was a great thing to do, man. He adopted these two kids so they didn't have to, you know, end up somewhere where they shouldn't have ended up, foster care, whatever the case may be, or with some family members who just didn't... Yeah, man. You know, can't take care of him the way that he Yo, is, man. So shout man. out to Pac-Man, man. Yo, he finally listen, did something. Man. You being, yo, you being, you being a good, you being a good dude, and I appreciate that about <laughs> you. But you don't, you don't want Pac-Man with no kids, man. Other <laughs> man, salute to Pac-Man. Salute to Pac-Man. Now, now these young brothers, these young brothers don't have to grow up and hold grudges against their quarterback from 20 years ago. Because Pac-Man stepped up, so salute to Pac-Man. No, they're going to be robbing liquor stores and banks and shit. Yo. <laughs> Yo. You're out of Those are the sorts Yo. of be awesome. Yo, with that being said, that's what happened this past week while you were on the bridge, Niane. You just you and I counted 18, no, 26 <laughs> indictments. <laughs> Yo, boy, it's 26 that's what happened, man. He the only one of us that I ever wanted to send to jail. He just, yeah. You know. Oh, man. <laughs> you drunk. Yo, Pac-Man. Yeah, that I boy mean, did everything I mean, from robbing people right, to beating up if, women if on being, camera. If I'm being honest with you, shout out to uh, Simon Kyle. If I'm being honest, um, you know, he also just, he's just ignorant, but what he's saying ain't totally off base. <laughs> but he's just ignorant about it. Um, you you Yo. hope Pac Man has matured so he could give them a, a good influence and a good 
you know, more rob people. A good role model. You know, don't do yeah, as I've done. Man. Do as I tell you. <laughs> so hopefully he's telling them the right thing. So uh, shout out to them, man. Before we get yeah, out of here, man. man. Before we get out of here, sure, man. Gotta let you guys know what happened on this date in sports history, which is brought to you by Sports the Book. If you guys are tired of reading that same old sports BS and watching these same old shows or saying the same old thing, make sure you get your copy of Sports, man. It's an acronym. Smart people only read the sports. It's written by War Room Sports' own Jimmy the Blueprint. And it's one of the greatest sports books you will ever read in your life. So make sure you get your copy of sportsbook.com or warroomsports.com. Whatever you do, just make sure you get that. Make sure you read that. All right. September 9th, 1991, the date that Mike Tyson, speaking of indictments, Mike Tyson was indicted for rape, for the rape of Desiree Washington. We know he ended up doing three years behind that. September 9th. 2010 was the day that the greatest sports cast in the history, sports podcast in the history of sports podcasts, uh, made its maiden voyage <laughs> on the airways. That's when the war room uh, was not created, but that's when you know we finally got on the A air and did what we've been doing for you guys for the last 11 years. And also, I'd be remiss if I did not wish my beautiful wife. A happy birthday. Not going to tell you her age, but <laughs> happy birthday no. to my wife and the mother of my chillings. Um, yo, I, I remember us starting the, the, the podcast, you know, like it was yesterday because I was actually in New York celebrating her birthday. So we started our first podcast. I was on for a good half an hour, maybe 40 minutes, and then I had to bounce and, you know, do my husbandly duties in, the, in, in New York City. And y'all ripped it up from there, man. I listen back to that show sometimes, man. The show was hilarious, but it sounded it was, like absolute trailer trash. It was five of us. We was talking over each other. We spent yo, it was all kinds twenty of, minutes kinds of talking no, no about BJ Armstrong. Armstrong. And, huh? Yo, BJ Armstrong. All kinds of it was all kinds of it was all kinds of, uh, of uh, NH oh, flying yeah. around. That oh yeah, like, we were. We were we were like we were almost grand opening, grand closing, because some of the stuff that we we said. Um, but yo, eleven me, years but... later, we we still in it. Now, I mean, at that point, you know, it was a lot of us. Remember, you know, the LGBTQ community. Some of the people that we know personally, that's a part of the community. You know, they got on us a lot for some of the stuff that we said back then, and yeah, then we my made man, up for that's it. My by, man. A man Jay would call, come through, call up, tell us about the Myers in New York and whatnot. <laughs> right, right. It was real misogynistic when we first started. I mean, people probably listening like, "What y'all talking still about?" Is, you know, it's, still it's is. Still that way today. <laughs> it still is. But yeah, we had we had some people check us, and then we made up for it by befriending um, the homie from Outsports. Sid. <laughs> oh, Shout out to Sid. My man Sid. My man Sid Ziegler. He and cor- then, you know from then on. He corrected we, some we, of y'all. We were met with a place of understanding. And it was all B. Austin's fault. But, no, I just want to, you know, thank you, brothers. <laughs> this, this ain't the last show, but like we said, we don't know how much longer. Yo, it starts sounding like that for a minute. Thank you, brothers, for, I know. Yeah, you he know, said. For he, being on this journey with me. I'm on my Cedric Sabalo, so I want to thank y'all for being on this journey with me, man, for 11 years. Yo, that's um, to anybody he's ever offended, he apologized. Any, anybody <laughs> I've, I've ever offended, 
on these airwaves. <laughs> EAD. All right, let's get out of here, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo. I'm a, I'm Listen, thank you, Greg, everybody. For, Greg, stop being, stop acting like Thank you, everybody. Yo, yo, <clears throat> thank you, everybody who supports anything that we have going on. It's definitely appreciated. Uh, we had a special time, so, you know, it is what it is. But shout out to everybody who's going to listen to the replay, too. Shout out to y'all. We definitely love the replays. With that being said, everything that we do, all of our content, all of our socials, all of our blogs. Check out the newest blog written by B. Austin, by the way. Um, you're talking about football, soccer, one of them. But, uh, you know, check that out. But everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. It dropped yesterday. He ain't no, he ain't no, he ain't no. Yo, everything. You know, everything he'll, he'll go to our website. B. Austin ain't been to our website in like 16 years. It's only been up 11 years. B. Austin not know what our website is. He forgot what the website is. Yo, that being said... <laughs> Everything can be found at the hub, and this includes you too, B. Austin. If you ever looking for any and information, go to warroomsports.com. <laughs> if you look for your own article, get yeah, our book. Get my book. Push the book leaving. at warroomsports.com. And B. Austin, that's W A R R O O M S P O R T S dot com. Yo, as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the work. Get ignorant. We'll see each other on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.